Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's Friday. Yes. It's the Booger Sugar cover-up at Joe Obama's White House. The Booger Sugar cover-up. Booger Sugar. That's it. It's the term everybody's saying, Booger Sugar. At Joe Obama's White House. Right. The Secret Service brought in the FBI, and they brought in Homeland Security. And they can't figure out how it got there. <laughs> they say that the cameras weren't working, right. so it got the Epstein treatment. They must have had the same cameras. They must have moved them on over to the White House. And they say they can't find the DNA on the baggies. Mm. They say mm. they can't find the fingerprints on the baggies. Right. They don't know who came in and out the joint, you know, because thousands of people were in there that day, you know, just traversing through the White House all well, day long. The, the, the word they're using is transited, mm, and yeah. they're saying 500 people moved right. there right. In, through there in, on Sunday. Right. And then, to make matters worse, they found marijuana in there last year twice. On two occasions, they didn't do anything to fix the illicit drug problem. So, it's hunters. They know it's hunters, and they're not going to tell you it's hunters, and they're insulting your intelligence. Well, they are, and I got some thoughts on that. First off, I don't buy the pot thing for a second. I think they tossed that in there to say, look, it's happened before, so it can't be hunter. Secondly, they don't care anymore. They absolutely do not care whether you and I and everybody else knows they're lying through every orifice on their body. They don't care because this is not even, this doesn't even rise to the level of a cover-up. This is basically saying, no, we didn't do anything about it. What are you going to do about it? You know, I mean, they, they, they don't care. It's, it's, it's gone beyond insulting our intelligence. At this point, they, I, I, don't, I, I honestly think they not only don't care that we know how corrupt this is and what a banana republic we're actually living in, they want us to know. They know that we know. Yes. And, and they, they don't care that we know what they're doing. And right. they're just they're flaunting it in your face. There's no other explanation. You can go back and you can look at any banana republic or you can look at any communist and socialist right. uh, government. That's how they do it. Oh, yeah. You know, when John Kerry was asked yesterday about his private jet, okay, and spewing, and I've got the numbers here of how much crap he spews in the air every time he gets on the private jet. You know what he said? You know what he said? Oh, yes. He said, first of all, I don't own a private jet. No, his LLC does. <laughs> so what the, what the butthole said is, okay, so this, this jet that I used to own, actually my wife, Teresa Hines <sighs> from Hines Ketchup, she used to own this, but when the heat really got turned up on this, she sold it to an LLC called yes. Squirrel. Squirrel, Squirrel. Trail. Yeah. But they own the one prior to that that owned the jet, they right? Own, yes. They own that company. They own the company. They own right. that company. So, Ketchup Girl owns he's it. he's saying, I don't personally own a jet. Now, now, this feeds into the booger sugar at Joe Obama's White House. This <laughs> right. feeds into it because, again, right. 
They don't really care. They live a different life than you do, and that you, you know, they've just flaunted in your face. And, they don't and, care. and again, they're flaunting it because you know what? At this point, they want you to know sure. that they run everything, sure. and you cannot touch them. You you said it a few weeks ago when Hunter Biden was doing a knuckle bump, you know, <laughs> on was. the balcony with his old man. That's you know, what that I was. mean, uh, you know, so I, they, they don't care yep. because you know what? Again, if, if they were really trying to cover this up in some way that nobody knew they'd be a little better at it well Th- that is that was so no, stupid they yesterday know. they know yeah they, they don't care no now the thing down uh and here's another example of it down at the border right this story right. i did an hour ago right down at the border they've got uh of course border patrol agents that are federal agents okay right right they've been told to Go get people and let them come in. Help them get in the country. Help people get in the country. Aren't right? they, like, trying to help them get past uh, Abbott's uh, yes. floating borders? Yeah, I did or, that or, hour ago. Uh, so what they're, what they're doing is uh, Abbott has erected the buoys, right, that right. float out in the water. He's also put up a bunch of razor wire. Right. He's also got shipping containers, and they're all placed up there, right? Yeah. And so as people come across, they can't get through the Abbott and DPS border control, right? So we're standing there, and you can't get through. But they go uh, a few hundred feet that direction, and the Border Patrol, under orders from Joe Obama, have cut our wire wow. and saying, come on in, and they're loading them up on buses. That's great. So <laughs> they're fighting against it. Texas is trying to keep them out, and Joe Obama and my orchestra are letting them in, man. They are all guilty of treason. They are guilty of they treason. They are all guilty of crimes against this country. Hang at the end of a rope, cri- man. Crimes against this country. They are guilty of it. And I, I, you know, increasingly how this presidential election goes, it kind of determines, uh, you know, for me personally, whether or not it's all over already. You know, I, I, I'm, and I'm not sorry to be a bummer on a Friday, but, uh, uh-uh, you know, the, 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 the that I, we say it all the time. They're not going to let Donald Trump become president. Donald Trump is already obviously the the forerunner in every aspect of this election. You know, okay, and his and his popularity continues to grow. So if we get President Kamala Harris, yeah, you know what? It's already over. Sure, it is. fix is already in. Well, look with with everything that we just talked about. You know, the border and the uh, White House with the Secret Service and everything, and the FBI this week and Ray Ray. You know, when he was when he testified uh, this yeah. week, he was also giving double fingers to the American sure. people because as Congress would ask him a question, he would sit there and flat ass lie. Yeah. Flat ass lie about it under oath to, to Congress people. So they really don't care. It is already over, right? Yeah. And like I told you yesterday, you know, Thomas Jefferson, when in the course of normal events, you know, this stuff gets out of control, I'm paraphrasing, sometimes you gotta blow it up and start all over again. You just got to say that's well, it. We're done and start all over again. Maybe because uh, you know I don't know how you how you sweep these people away and sweep these people out of government. You don't. I mean you know and and that was abundantly clear yesterday. <laughs> if it wasn't, you're right. If it wasn't abundantly clear when Chris Ray was out there lying his ass off, it certainly is when you watch uh, the Secret Service say. I don't know. We yeah. couldn't find him. Yeah. I don't know. People bring pot through. You know, why don't you little people shut up and just accept what we tell you? Well, that's what it is. You know. Um, I'm looking for a story here. I'm looking for the headline, but I'll just tell you what it is. I don't need it. Um, the Democrat bigwigs and donors <clears throat> are not locking in on Biden. No. And now CNN, of all, is reporting that 
they're now searching for another one to, to replace him because they don't think he's really running. The, de- the Democrats don't think that he's really running. And so they're trying to find somebody that they can, you know, escort in there and put in there. And the White House and Joe Biden's people keep saying, no, remember last time nobody gave him a chance. And he won last time from his basement because they cheated. <laughs> yes. Because they, they cheated. When you went to Arizona and you went to uh, Wisconsin and you went to Georgia and they stopped counting in the middle of the night, and then when they started to count again, every single vote was a Joe Bama vote. They were cheating. Every It's not statistically possible right. that every vote was right. for him. They were Plus cheating. Plus, we all saw the video of the shenanigans going on at the, at the polling yes. places with the cases under the table that magically appeared or stuff got put into I mean, it was bad. Don't tell me that was a legit presidency and it, or a legit election. And if you think I'm QAnon or MAGA whatever. or whatever, I don't care. Jump off a bridge. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't well, care. I don't you, care. And, and here's, you know, yeah. Yeah, we just leave it at that. I, I'm I'm looking at this thinking, well, you know, I'm hoping that what Thomas Jefferson said that you know sometimes you just got to start all over again. It becomes so bad right. you got to start all over again. I'm not really sure that there are Americans out there. That there's enough Americans out there to do that. I think they're asleep. I think they're fine with the way things are. I don't think they really care. You and I care, and the people who listen to this show sure. care. But, you know, generally and overall, I think, yeah. Well, one of the big TikTok challenges right now, and it involves young people and people in their 40s, is to mindlessly leap off the back of a speeding boat. It's killing them. To get the video, and they're snapping their own necks. So, yeah, there are times where I think, nah, this, this country isn't up for what maybe might have to happen to pull they're dumping off of freaking boats and eating laundry detergent we'll get into this a little bit later on but california is putting into place implementing a new math program in california no they're 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 crap canning their current math program and they're putting on a new one and the new math program is subjective math it's based on crt subjective So what they say is math, it's based on CRT, and we've got to, you know, help, help the CRT folks. And that math is really a subjective thing. It's not, it's not objective. It's not, you know, 2 plus 2 equals 4. 2 plus 2 can equal a lot of different things. Right. It can equal a lot of different things. It may not equal anything, Sean. Well, how do you complete the Orwellian nightmare? That's how. When somebody holds up three fingers and says, and asks you, how many fingers am I holding up? You say three. They say, they say no, I'm holding up five. That's when you've arrived. When you, if they can convince people that math is subjective, well, yeah, it's more than over at this point. Here, here's what it says: Mathematics educators are committed to social justice work, providing curricular examples that equip students with a toolkit and mindset to identify and combat inequities within mathematics. Inequities within mathematics. They're, yeah, and it wraps up this way: They are dismantling the objectivity of the concept of math. The concept of mathematics being purely objective is unequivocally false, and teaching is even much less so. Wow. Upholding the idea that, that there are always right and wrong answers, always right and wrong answers in math, uh, perpetuate objectivity as well as a fear of open conflict. Math <laughs> is not subjective in any way, shape, or form. That's why it's math. <sighs> It's math. You cannot get anything else from 2 plus 2 equals 4 other than 2 plus 2. Well, again, 
if you can convince people to at least agree to gibberish and nonsense, yeah. you already control them absolutely without firing a single shot. Right, man. and I have a, I have a serious crisis in belief in the in the uh, institution, Secret Service. Obviously, now after what happened yesterday, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have any faith in these people. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh My, I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, I'm saying I don't have yeah. any faith in nah. the institutions anymore. I don't it's believe done. in Congress anymore. I don't believe in the presidency anymore. Nope. I don't believe in the judiciary anymore. I don't believe in the Secret Service or the FBI or yeah. Homeland Security or the education system in this country. Tell me one thing and one reason why I should have faith and trust and confidence in any of them. I can't think of one single reason at this particular moment in American history to say, yeah, they're legit in any way, shape, or form. Again, you, you just look over the events of the past year. Last uh, we week. Said all, last week. You look at all these <laughs> committee hearings they're having. They just lie under oath. I mean, nothing's going to happen. And Congress doesn't enforce anything the committees come up with. So what's the point, Well, man? that's right. And so Jonathan Turley said this week, uh, after the Christopher Wray lie fest, when right. he lied under oath, yeah. he said, what are the Republicans going to do? He just lied to you under oath. What are you going to do, said Jonathan Turley. If only they were all Chip Roy, yeah. you know, but they're not. Yeah. So Very few it's sad. Them. Quick break. More Wear and Rhyma coming up. KTSA. Okay, team. Lines already around the block, and we're opening. Before we're Wear and Rhyma, KTSA. You know, we got a day without tranny news is like a day without sunshine, and we got a whole bunch of tranny news today. But just one story that stuck out with me, and I'm sure you saw this. You had this South Korean cyclist who was a trans dude, so he's a dude living as a woman, and he has competed in uh, women's cycling, international women's cycling, you know. And he's won a few competitions. In fact, I think he's been at it for like five years yeah, or pretty like, good. something like that. Mm -hmm. And he has come out and said, I didn't do this to win. I didn't do this for the accolades. I did this to show that a biological man cannot, should not compete against biological women in right. any sport. Right. Uh, and I'm going to paraphrase. Uh, he's a, again, he's, he's South Korean. He's got a name that's South Korean-y sounding, and I'm not sure if I can pronounce it correctly or not. But mm -hmm. his point is there's there should be, and I know you agree with this absolutely, mm -hmm. there should be an honor, a sense of honor to competing in athletics, which, which I think, and I think we all agree, that should be there through all competition. And he says, how can you maintain your honor when you are unfairly uh, competing competing against a biological woman that you have a physical advantage over? He's right. And I think it's interesting that he's done this. So, I mean, he is right. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's a guy who is saying, you know, this is the truth of it. I just proved it. And I think that's interesting when you have all these other yahoos who are out there, you know, I did it, and uh, this is... Mm -hmm. You know, trans rights are, are human rights and trans women are women and all that stuff. He's coming out and saying, you know, and he's probably, I'm sure he's going to be canceled for it and targeted and he's horrible. And mm -hmm. But he's he's right. Yeah. You know, in, in competition, there should always be a sense of honor. Unfortunately, we don't have a sense of honor in the country anymore. We no. just talked about that the opening segment, right? It's, uh, it's all gone and dissolved as far as the honor uh, system is concerned. I was always taught if you cheat and you win, you haven't proven a thing. If you play by the rules and you win, now you've done oh, yeah. something, right? And so a couple of days ago we were talking about Rapinoe and the women's uh, yes. sports, this whole subject, and she believes that men ought to compete with women. Right. And now that she's out, fine and all that stuff. But remember, when she was playing, the women's national team played a 15-and-under boys team, and the women's national team lost <laughs> to the boys 5-2, to 15-and-under boys, okay? Right, right. And you're talking about – 
primo women uh, soccer players losing to 15 and under boys, 5-2 to two was the match. So that's what we're talking about, and there is no honor uh, among these trans. They, they don't have honor, or they would not be doing what they're doing in attempting to erase women. No, and it's also theft because they very sure. often end up winning scholarships and large of sums of money, prize mm-hmm. money. And you look at someone like Rapineau, who, who is a jerk and a horrible human being, mm-hmm. and there's somebody who really could have stood up and say, yay, yay women. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm sure. here for every woman on the face of the planet, every young girl mm-hmm. that wants to achieve and be an Olympiad, and she did the exact opposite. She's a complete narcissist, as they all are. Well, look at what's happening to Riley Gaines. She's the one who's standing up and doing that, right? Because yeah. Leah Thomas exposing his penis to her and the, uh, the dressing room and yeah. everything else that was going on. She's the one who's taken to the national stage to do it. And ABC, CNN, CA, CBS, none of them will cover her. No. None of them will talk about Riley Gaines. But Megan Rapinoe say that, you know, guys should compete with girls, and they run that 24 hours a day. So that's yeah. why I say that, and I'm not trying to be a downer here, but that's why I say the people who are consuming that, they're asleep as to what's really going on in the world. That's what they think the reality of the world is. They're right. watching that and getting that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's, so, and it's bizarre to watch people who actually do have brains glom on to this right? and, and, and in the same way. Right. Yeah, I'm not going to say his name, but there's a, a, a fairly somewhat famous uh, Americana uh, performer and songwriter who has a really famous dad who wrote books. And he went on tour in a dress recently to right. stand up for trans rights. So it's like, do you not, do you not realize the absurdity of the claim you're making and you're standing by and that you're supporting, but he got hits. Huh? He, he, got, he got a lot of hits. Probably got, sold some merch. He got hits. <laughs> Back in a minute, we're in Rima, KTSA. If you're going to buy a UTV, there's no better UTV than the... You find that funny every time we play it, don't I you? I do. It's such a funny intro to that it's song. It's such a fun song. You know? Yeah, it is, man. That was a fun time, and Prince was just fun. They you know? only made one of him, That's man. Right. So we was uh, just talking off the air about the heat. Yes. And first thing I'll say about that is that it's July, okay? <laughs> it's July in Texas. It is. It's, but, it's hot. But you know? this is a little, I mean, this, it's a smidge different. And this is why I was talking to my son yesterday about this, and that it's hot at night. Mm-hmm. It doesn't cool off when the sun goes down, man. It's like Soylent Green. It's weird, you know? Um, I was looking at uh, Death Valley, right, which is 133 degrees <laughs> at Death Valley. <laughs> yes. And, uh, but at night, it stays like 105. Wow. 105, which is our high, right, right, right. in Death Valley at night. And people are going out there because they got to get to TikTok video, and they're going out and running in Death Valley, right? So if you do that and you die, you know, that's on you. It's a free country. You can go do that if you want to, but that's on you, okay? Go go ahead, do it, but you're, you're the dummy. They're running out into the desert yeah. in 130 degree weather and t- videoing sure. videoing themselves running yeah, around. Yeah, you got to get the TikTok hits, right? That's what you got to do, man. We're That's doomed. exactly why they're doing it. <laughs> We're doomed. Of course we are. Of course it's just are. over, man. Um, but yes, it's hot at night. When I get up to come in in the morning, there are several times I want to like get on the motorcycle and ride in. Right. And you notice I haven't. No, you haven't. You can't get a breath, man. It's like it's way too hot, man. It is hot, but, you know, I, I, I tell you what, I'll still take the hot over nine feet of snow any day. For sure. 
because I, I lived in that crap most of my life. And nope, don't miss that at all. So well, and this is not fine. global warming. This is not climate change that's going no. on. This is what happens. It happens. It's, We're a, you know. the, the Earth is a biological entity, right. and it has you know yeah. temperature variations. But uh, what people give me a lot of hell, because, and my wife gives me hell about this all the time, she because does. I, I wear these beanies. These uh-huh. stocking, our engineer gives me crap about it every day, because right. I wear these beanies. Not Very today. Very, not on. today, but that's only by happenstance because I get dressed in the dark. Yeah. I wear hoodies, you know, and, and they'll yell at me. It's like, you don't understand. I dress for home. I spend most of my time at home, and we keep our home like a, a meat freezer. Yeah. It, it is so cold. So, you know, uh, there, that's why if you see me running around with a beanie sure. on, I, I'm not a weirdo. I'm not a weirdo. I'm just uh, dressing yeah, for are. home. Yes, you are. <laughs> You are that. I love you. I resemble But you're that a remark. weirdo. <laughs> Proudly so. <laughs> you are. But, folks, it's just hot. That's all. Yes. It's, it's just hot. And Elaine said earlier, you know, don't, don't let your dogs. <laughs> she had, what was that line? Taking your dogs walk, walking at 12 noon, you know, on on right. pavement is not a good hot idea. Pavement. It's, it's yeah. not their fault yeah. that you're fat. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not their fault. It's your you're fault fat. you're fat. That's right. You need to walk. Right. Exactly. Uh, Joe Obama calling up another 3,000 reservists to support the Ukraine war. Uh, there's more than 100,000 there. Bottom line is the people who control him, they want World War Three. Mm. They have made that perfectly clear. This is standing at the front door of Vlad Putin and saying, you punch first, come on, you hit first. That's all this yeah. is. They have made it perfectly clear they want another world war. Why? Because they make all the money in the world Mm. off of a world war. One of the reasons I'm thoroughly convinced that Donald Trump had the trouble that he had, and another reason why they had to make sure they got rid of him after four years, was he's an anti-war president. He wants no more wars. These wars of choice, they, they enrich people all along the way. Hey, guess what? As Joe said last week, we're out of ammo, so we got to buy a whole bunch of new ammo from those guys. Well, isn't it interesting that the party that has classically been anti-war is, you know, fine with war when it's one of their own. You know, when it's their guy's war, they're fine with it. I mean, the, the Ukrainian situation, I mean, it's not even a good comparison at this point to say it's our Vietnam. No, uh, no, no. You know, th- th- this is beyond that because of the global implications of, of what could happen. World and War Three, World War Three, and I think we're all, I think you and I have been saying for a number of years we're already fighting it. We Absolutely. just don't realize that we're Absolutely. not claiming it. Absolutely. But you know, uh, it, we're right there. Three thousand, and and they're not going to be involved in combat. What if somebody shoots at him? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> are well, they going to be involved in combat then? Just the fact that you are dropping more and more, more and more troops at Vladimir's doorstep. Right, right. Just that fact. You know, okay. Put a hundred thousand. Let's 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 turn this around. Put a hundred thousand Chinese troops across the Rio Grande, two hours south of here. Trey, that'll be in about six months. I know. Um, I, I, it's probably, no, it's already I, but you're right. But you're right. But if you I'm, did I'm trying that, to make, I'm trying to prove a point. If you did that, right. we would consider that an act of war. Correct. We and would, it would be. We would say, get those damn troops out of there right now or we're coming after you. Right? Right. Right. And so we can do it to every other country on planet Earth, and that's okay. And we can do it to Vlad right now in Europe, and that's okay. Don't worry I, about it. It's, it's, 
they they obviously want something to happen or they wouldn't be doing what they're doing. You bet. And you're right. There's a lot of military contracts, especially, I imagine, connected to the Biden clan as far as vast amounts of money being uh, made. You look at John Kerry sitting there yesterday making an ass out of himself over the private jet. Yeah. How rich do you think that guy gets oh. uh, behind the scenes when uh, when there's some kind of military conflict? Well, He's been at that for decades. Yes, that's exactly right. I, I encourage everybody to go back and watch President General Eisenhower's exit oh, yeah. speech when he was leaving the White House. Right. This is a guy that you know ran the war for us in World War II and Korea War and everything else. And when he was leaving the White House, he said, you're going to be in perpetual wars now because – they have discovered they can make a ton of money from it. Well, well the, you're good. right. And, and again, the, the double standard here, you, you look at uh, Oppenheimer is premiering this weekend. Very big, uh, you know, highly anticipated movie yeah. put out by Hollywood. Christopher Nolan is, is a very liberal guy. Uh, most of the people on the cast are very liberal folks. It's yeah. a, you know, it's a Hollywood production. Right. I'm actually looking forward to it. It looks like it might be good. Cool. But... There's going to be a message throughout the whole thing, I imagine. I'm going to predict that, you know, war is bad, and look at how bad, we, you know, we just mm-hmm. made a turn with the, with the atomic, with the hydrogen bomb and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Right. And yet, again, the very same people, well, you can't stop sending money to Ukraine. We're, we're, protect, we're saving democracy. <laughs> the very same party <laughs> that in, 19, in the early 1970s, late 60s, had their fists in the air. Yep. Marching in the streets. In the Indiana Jones movie, there's a, a scene where he's marching with a bunch of anti-Vietnam War people. You know, again, yeah, that was like one little woke moment. But that party is now the party of, hey, we need more. We need cluster bombs in Ukraine. We need to support democracy. It's the same. That was the same argument they made for Vietnam. The the bad guys in that era, we need to support freedom by, you know, making sure uh, the North Vietnamese don't take over. They're doing the same thing with Ukraine. John Kerry, you mentioned his name a minute ago, made an ask of this today. He was in Vietnam, and when he came back, he had medals that he had won or, you know, was awarded in Vietnam, and he went to the White House, ripped those medals off of his uniform, and threw them over the fence and said how much he hates this country and how much he hated being in that war, that we should have never been in the war, that he's anti-war and all that. And today, he's got his fist in the air, not anti-war war but pro-war let's kill vlad let's take out russia let's do all these things the 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 shoe is on the other foot when they stand to make the money and make no mistake about it they all have their hands in it and they're all making the money that look we we had the evidence as far as the biden's are concerned about the llc's you know all over the country and china pouring money in the llc's do you really believe i'm not talking to you but do you really believe that the others don't do the same thing? Do you right. think the Bidens are the only ones that are on the take in America? Come on, folks. No, no. How, how do hey. all these people end up so marvelously rich? Uh, you I, know, I'll give by, you one. through their public service. I'll you know? give you one. One. Sonia Sotomayor. Right. Okay. When she went on the Supreme Court in 2007, she had assets. She listed two assets. One at 11 grand and the other to 65 grand. Okay? <laughs> right. That's it. 
Right. Today, she's worth over $7 million, those assets. Now, how is that possible? Well, what we're told is, and she makes a salary of 285 a year. Yeah, that, that was a surprise. They don't make a lot of money, no, relatively speaking. You're not going to grow an asset of 11K and 65K to $7 million when you're making 285 a year. You're not going to do it. No. But here's the deal. There have been books that have been put out with her name on those books by Random House. Okay? Sure. All right. She didn't necessarily write them. Her name's on there, though, so that, that's how you know, Random House sells books. But when Random House has appeared with a case before the Supreme Court, she doesn't recuse herself. <laughs> Funny, that. <laughs> you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. I mean, that's kind of the, uh, that's the ethic of the swamp, pretty much. Yeah. And they're all just grotesquely, I have nothing against rich people. No. But these are rich people who gain their riches through, quote-unquote, serving the public. But here's the theme of the show, as far as I'm concerned today, and that is the loss of trust in the institutions. Yeah. And there's another one. There's another reason why. Who, who can trust her and her rulings? when Whether it's true or not, she certainly has the appearance of selling herself out. Yeah, well, she right? does. Well, because she has. There you go. All right, <laughs> she, quick. They've all sold themselves out. Right. Uh, quick break. More Warren Rama coming up here on KTSA. Well, at Lifestyles Unlimited, financialfreedomlivestream.com is the website to go to to find out how to invest in real estate. Online, you can go to their online course like I did, or you can go to one of their in-person courses and look. Learn how to invest in real estate, how to identify the right property that's right for you in the right area, the right uh, kind of property, etc. Then how to arrange the financing to buy that property. Then how do you fix it up and make the contacts with the right guys to come out and do that work to get it ready to go? Because you make your money in real estate, you know, at the uh, front end, not at the back end, right? And then how to sell that property for a big profit and roll it into the next one and the next one and the next one and have continuous streams of passive income coming right to your mailbox month in and month out. Your friends at Lifestyles Unlimited have been teaching people now for over 35 years how to do this. If you mention Trey Ware or just Ware, W-A-R-E, when you log on to the website, you're going to save a lot of money because you're listening right now. Log on to FinancialFreedomLivestream.com, promo code Ware, W-A-R-E. At Fisher Investments, we do things different. At 7.50, and it's Friday. It is Friday. You said I'm going to like the days today. You are. Okay, lay them on. Well, some of them are kind of boring. Okay. But you'll like a couple of them. A couple of them. One I know you'll love. It is the 14th of, uh, of July. It's uh, National Tape Measure Day. Yeah, that's the one I love. No, yeah. That, that- what pothead came up with that, man? <laughs> National Tape Measure Day? The one that was at the White House. I, probably. Yeah. Uh, it's National Grand Marnier Day. I, I used to like that a lot. Uh-huh. That's uh, a nice little floater, Chris- right? Especially floater. Yeah. What do you mean? You put it on top of a drink for a floater? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I w- that was my Christmas Eve drink of choice for decades. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hillbilly uh, orange juice. I think it's nice. <laughs> but not anymore. Uh, it's International Nude Day. Oh, why are you looking at me when you say that? Is Am, am I supposed to like that? I'm just saying it's <laughs> International Nude Day. <laughs> so let's all embrace our nakedity um, and, uh, you know, uh, get buckers. Anyway, uh, but this is the one you'll really like. It's, Trey, it's National Motorcycle Day. Oh, uh, is it really? So go ride How did your I- motorcycle in the nude. <laughs> It's not through my neighborhood, but, you know. Man, that's a hot situation right there. It's National Motorcycle Day. And don't think I have it. But anyway, uh, (laughs) boy, yeah, uh, that's nice. I did not know that, man. Really? Seriously? Mm -hmm. Yes, it is. 
And, uh, you know, I, 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 I'm I not a motorcycle person. I, I got to have four wheels on the ground at all times. You time. rode one time on a race motorcycle. I rode on the back of a race mo- motorcycle going uh, racing going about 200 miles an hour, and that scared the crap out of me. But yeah. even before that, I was it's just not my thing. But I have a great deal of respect for that culture. For the do you culture, really? The biker culture. Why? Oh, yes. Why do you? Re- well, why I've do interacted it? with them a lot right. and I, over right. the years. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, I, I've always felt them to be just some of the best people in the world. And, and they get a really bad rap <laughs> for the crappy ones who get into fights and, yeah. you know, and do stupid stuff. But by and large, I can't say I've ever met a biker that I didn't think was just one of the most decent human beings I've ever met. Well, we have some time. We can break this down a little bit. I, first of all, uh, being around it you know, my entire life, right. I, I know a lot of people in and out of the, uh, out of the biker lifestyle. But, um, you know, it, it's like any, anything else. There's bad apples. Sure. It's like anything else. Anything else. It doesn't matter what it is. There's bad apples. But I have been treated with nothing but respect the right. entire time. You give respect, you get respect. That's, oh, yeah. that's how that deal works in, in every aspect of life. Um, I, I do remember, and Elaine, talked, Elaine and I talked about it a lot, in 2015 when the thing happened up at Twin Peaks in Waco. Oh, yeah. And there was a DA up there that was just trying to make a name for himself. So he arrested everybody that was there. And I almost went to that meeting. That was a meeting of wow. motorcyclists to get together to talk about legislative issues. Right. And a couple of groups decided to go, you know, hell-bent on each other on that day. Mm. And um, uh, it turned out, obviously, the way they turned out. Nine people ended up getting shot. But they arrested 170. Right. But there were people, you know, there were guys on motorcycles that had ridden their motorcycles up there for the meeting. They were just sitting inside who were having a burger and a beer waiting for the meeting to start, and they got arrested. They're I remember inside. a lot of people got scooped up that didn't yeah. have anything to do with it. It was wow. clearly a huge civil rights violation that went on in that case because you had Abel Rania up there who was trying to make a name for himself right. as a DA. He's no longer the DA, thank God. He was chased out when, when people realized what was going on and how he was violating everything in the world, principles, constitutional principles, everything else. But, you know, many of those people should have never been there, but it, it's stuff like that that gives the entire community well, a yeah, bad name. Yeah, and, and again, I uh, by and large, I've yeah. only ever met really cool people who were bikers. You know, I, I think I told you the story. I used to hang out at a biker bar in Maryland. Yeah, you did. On the Eastern Shore. And the one thing I was struck by is, by the biker ethic, yeah. is they don't really care that you're not like them or you're not into bikes as long as you're genuine. Yeah. I mean, I go sit in a, in a, in a biker bar in a tweed jacket drinking Chablis. Yeah. But I was just being me, and everybody was cool with it. I right. think if you try to bullcrap a biker, right. that's when you you know they're they're starting to give you the don't stink touch eye. his bike and don't touch his touch his girl. Don't touch his wo- Joe Biden. Yeah, don't, don't touch his touch his, his woman, his, man. And other than that, man, you're good. It's a, you're, yeah. you're golden. I started. Uh, people have asked me this before, so I just go through it real quick. I started when I was six. Right. It was just something I fell in love with early on. Uh, then shortly thereafter, my dad bought me and brought home without my mom knowing my very first motocross racing motorcycle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my mom had a heart attack when she saw that thing in the back of the truck when it came home, you know. Right. Motocross is where you do all the jumps and the runs oh, yeah. and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And from that time on, Sean, it was just done for me, man. I was, this was it. This was my lifestyle. This is who I wanted to be. I want to be, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the happiest when I'm number one with, my wife, and when I'm with my grandgirls, and then when I'm with my motorcycle. That right, just makes me right. the happiest man in the world. And every day that we have decent weather, I know I'm talking long, but... No, yeah, you're fine. Every day that we I'm have... I'm done. We're done with it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you're fine. Well, I have something else I want to bring up. Oh, sure. Every day that we have decent weather, I ride her. Yeah. I get on I ride her, man, because it's just my life. Um, you mentioned something in the show yesterday that I want to make sure that we promote, because I'm very proud of you. I'm very proud of you. I'm proud of you for a, a lot of things. Well, what you've you. done for your health recently... 
uh, what you do with the show every day. I'm just very proud of you. Well, I just thank want you. you. I appreciate that. that. And I'm very proud. Not that it matters if I'm proud no, of you. It, or not, it does. But, but it I, matters but a I'm lot. Very proud more, of you. more than you know. I'm very proud. Yeah. And I'm very proud of Taylor Johnson, who oh, used yeah. to work here. Taylor oh, used yeah. to work here as a producer. I'm very proud of him and what you guys have been able to accomplish with this little movie you all did. Now, it's not a little movie anymore. It's, it's seven minutes, but it's grown and it's grown and it's grown and it's grown and it's grown. It's catching yeah. on. It's grown and it's grown and it's grown. People can go on YouTube and they can see Fireside Creek. Fireside Creek, right? Uh, uh, Fire Sky Creek. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Fire Sky, Fire Sky Creek. Creek. Look yeah. it up. But you guys have been featured in Europe. You guys have been yeah. I mean, basically all over the globe. We've been through 11 festivals around See? the world, yeah. And then you're coming back here, and you're going to be in the San Antonio Festival in August. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, it's a Sunday night. I'll have more details. But I, we just found out about this this past weekend, that we yep. made it into the SA Film Festival, which for us, it's That's our awesome. home. It's a huge deal. That's awesome. It's not easy to get into the San Antonio Film Festival, and we're going to be featured in the shorts yeah. Uh, screenings. So uh, it's Fire Sky Creek. We d- is a result of the 48-hour film project yeah. where you literally are given your topic Friday night. Yeah. You have no script. You go into it with nothing. Yeah. And uh, and and uh, Taylor and his guys stayed up all night. They composed the music for the movie. We, right. we shot it on the Guadalupe in about eight hours. Yeah. And it, you got to finish by a certain time Sunday night. And it was one of the most fun times. I'm not an actor. I mean, it's not something I want to do you know like, like my kid's an actor i i'm i'm you yeah. know it's something i like to do right but it was one of the most enjoyable experiences i've ever had it is enjoyable a did film, you watch it yeah, yeah, yeah the a, film is enjoyable as all get out i've made a few films myself right been in a few um and of course going back to the old race with the devil days right. and stuff like that and they are just it, it, it's a lot of work people don't realize that that much work goes into it oh yeah it's a lot the of work post and pre-production is it's a lot big, what they big, did big was work. magic yeah, it's really huge <clears throat> uh, but it's very gratifying when you and, and back in the day you'd go to a drive-in, you see, <laughs> see, right, right. see yourself sixty foot tall on right. the screen. But today, you know, it's, I, I just I, I'm very proud of you and what you guys and Taylor and, and uh, the, the entire crew. Yeah. yeah, and there were other cast members too. I think Taylor acted in it too, didn't he? No, no. Ta- I thought he no. was in the water or something. No, he? no. Yeah, he, okay. No, he shot it. But I mean, they we had to shoot on the river, and it was a sunny day, yeah. and there was a lot of people around, and I had to do a lot of screaming. Yeah. And we had to actually tell people, we're okay. Yeah, we're, we're just, just shooting a movie. Yeah. But the, the very talented bunch of guys that yeah. Taylor has around him, and we were doing drone shots. Yeah. I mean, there it's, it was just fascinating to watch because yeah. I'm not a filmmaker, so yeah. watching the process yeah, that's cool. was, was really fascinating. And you're right, the first time you see yourself on this massive screen. Pretty awesome, isn't it? And and people are reacting to it. It's yeah. a lot of fun, All right? Yeah, you know. So we're gonna. I'm gonna be at the screening. I'll be off that Monday, but I'm gonna be at the screening that Sunday uh, here in town. I'll, I don't have the details yet on where it's gonna be or what time, but every, you can go if you want. Well, congrats! But uh, thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. It was a. It was. It's a lot of fun. Fire Sky Creek. It's right. a weird little trippy Check. flick. Check it out. <laughs> All right, more where Rima coming up. KTSA. The Apostle Paul writes in a letter to the Ephesians. Fifty six furies and Abbott's song riding a crown. That's it right there. I dig our theme song. Yeah, man. I like that. Um, I want to get serious for just a couple of minutes because I do have this whole thing in running in my head today. My stream of consciousness today, right. as they say is about losing faith, which I have in our institutions in America. And yeah. it's, it's pretty much everywhere. It's in every institution. And I don't mean to be a bummer on a Friday, but this is, i I got I to be honest. This is just where I am. And uh, the Booger Sugar cover up at Joe Obama's White House yesterday just kind of brought it home to me. Because you got the Secret Service, right? Right. And I had faith and trust in them. I really believe that the Secret Service is there to protect and defend people, not be a bunch of damn liars, which they proved themselves yesterday to be a bunch of damn liars. Right. To me, anyway. 
Uh, they brought in the FBI. Well, you know how I felt about the FBI. I've been talking about this for quite some time, mm-hmm. right? I've lost right. faith and trust and hope and confidence in them. This, the, the way that Christopher Ray lied under oath this <sighs> week, and, and nobody does anything about it, right? It was nauseating. Able to get away with it. And uh, so, you know, boom. Uh, Homeland Security, they were brought in on the booger sugar, and uh, Homeland Security, uh, same thing is true under Alejandro Mayorkas. We have a wide-open border. Right. Speaking of the border, another institution here. you got the Border Patrol cutting the fences that Texas DPS is putting up so that people can come in come in the country. Now, that just makes me crazy. Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> so Texas is putting up floating buoys, and we're putting up fence wire, and we're putting da 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 and the Border Patrol is – sabotaging the efforts of the state of Texas at every turn so that people can come into the country illegally. Yeah. So and again, well, and they're being instructed to do that, but they're, yeah. they are doing it. You know? Right. But right. <clears throat> that, that, that's, that, that is the point. You, right. you lose faith in these institutions when they carry out these orders that are clearly unlawful orders. Well, next, next one is the school system, which we have talked about quite a bit in oh, this yeah. country. I have no faith in the public school system in this country anymore. They're indoctrinating kids. They're sexualizing our children. Uh, yeah. And like, I'll give you an example. Seattle announced yesterday they've got a new program. They're offering full-on, complete, and total sex change operations to children as young as 13, mm. absolutely free, and the parents are frozen out from the decision-making process. So if you're 13 and you're in the school system in Seattle, you can go get your everything cut off and become uh, just basically nothing anymore. A freak. A freak. A yeah. surgical freak. Right. right. And the school system is doing that. And, and so it's happening all over the place. Um, I'm not the only one. 61% in America believe that Hunter got special treatment in a plea deal. 49% of Democrats believe that he got it. So even in the legal system anymore, right? right you don't right. have. I don't have faith and trust and confidence and hope in the legal system. The medical system. We just went through two years of BS on the pandemic, right? Where they're telling you over and over again, get this shot, right? And you're gonna, you'll avoid getting it. You won't get it if you get this shot. Well, clearly that was a lie, and they knew it was a lie, and yet they continued to perpetuate the lie and tell you those lies over and over again. So I don't have any faith in the in the medical system. Sorry, again, I know I'm sounding like a bummer, but that's that's the reality of the situation. And I, I think I could go on and on and on and just go on down the list of all these institutions that are doing everything in the world to um, cost us our faith and, and trust in, in these institutions. And you kind of wonder when somebody is going to stand up. You know, we, we, we talk all the time about how the, the field agents of the FBI, the Border Patrol, they're merely following orders and all that kind of crap. Well, you know what? If, if they're ordering you, if my, Alejandro Mayorkas is ordering you to cut fences that we've erected, erected on the border, then quit your job. Yeah. Quit your job and tell everybody why you're quitting your job. Do something else. I know you would if they walked in here today and told you to start saying everything that's against your principles and what you believe. You're not going to do that. Well, if they just told me to go on air and say something I didn't believe, I'd say, no, I can't do that. Exactly I mean, Because right. that's kind of the Socratic corner uh, that you're shoved into, you know. I mean, at that point, I, I can't even do my job, you know. So you're asking me to do something impossible. And I'd have to go. It's it's the hemlock thing, you know. Well, you can either give up philosophy or you know commit suicide. What are you going to do? Or drink the hemlock? So, but but you know what? We're all going to end up there. We're all going to end up there where we have to agree to whatever bullcrap they're putting out there. But my issue with what with, with the legitimacy of all these institutions going by the wayside, not not only 
uh, does it appear that they really don't care anymore that people are aware. I am increasingly also thinking, because I'm, I'm like you, like, why do they, why are you guys following this orders? Why don't you have any pride? Don't you have any sense of honor in what you do for a living that you're going to just blindly do what you're told? And increasingly, I think what it really is behind the scenes is that they got a lot of crap on a lot of people, and they go to some guy and say, hey, we got all this on you. We got a file on you. You do what we tell you to do. Or we're not only going to ruin your life, we're going to ruin your family's life, we're going to ruin everything about you. I really think there's more of that going on behind the scenes than we Could realize. Be. Because it doesn't make any sense that so many people would just be agreeing to the lie, whatever the current lie may be. Well, like this morning I said, this was I think in the 6 o'clock hour, I said, look, you, you folks, because I was laying out this, this struggle along the border where Texas is erecting fence and all this other stuff that we're doing, and right behind him comes a border patrol tearing all that stuff down and allow, allowing people in. I was, I was going through that, and I said, y- you do realize by remaining silent or by following unlawful orders, you're creating this world for your children and your grandchildren. <laughs> that these people that say, well, i got to have the job because I need the paycheck and I need the pension. i got 20 in. I'm real close to getting the pension. I'm going to be retiring in a couple of years. Right. I'll have that great pension and all that kind of stuff. Is it really worth it when you're creating a world that's, that's going to be destroyed for your children and your grandchildren? Why, you're concerned about bringing that paycheck home for your grandchildren, but in that same time, you're, you're creating a world that they won't, they won't be able to live in. It's going to destroy well, I, their lives. That's why I tend to think that they must be threatening them with something else. I mean, I, I'm not saying there's not a, a, a whole bunch of willing participants who are zealots, who are true believers, who think this is truly the direction this country needs to go in. But there's got to be a layer of people that are just being forced to do it or being extorted or threatened to the point to where they have no choice. I don't question. know. Let me ask you a question. As you look at the institutions that, that I just named and, and many, right. some of the others, so whether it's the education system, the medical system, whether it's our government, obviously, judicial, legislative, I have no faith in the in the legislative branch. Do you have any reason to have faith and confidence in these in these well, organizations, no. these institutions? No. I'm looking at it going, just no. give me give me one give me one reason why I should believe these people or have faith in them anymore. I think any objective, reasonable person. Uh, would, would find it would be hard pressed to come up with any faith in this stuff. And by the way, that's not a political statement. I'm not saying well, no, that from, no. a, from a Republican no. or a Democrat or an Independent, which I am. Look, you know, viewpoint. I'm not. I'm not throwing stones at any p- oh, party. Sure. What I'm saying is, is, I'm looking at the entire landscape and like, what, <laughs> well, who trusts them? On either side, you're going to have zealots. On either side, you're going to have people right. that just go with that direction because Correct. that's the direction their people or their tribe is going in. But, you know, no, from a reason, again, if you're a reasonable person, let's say you have no politics whatsoever and and you have no political interests, no biases, you're just a reasonably, logically thinking human being and you laid this stuff out for them, whether it was the FBI, the DOJ, or the targeting of parents, you know, by the education department, or just the shenanigans we report on every single day. If you just laid that stuff out, come on, a reasonable person. Coming out of a cave and just seeing this stuff for the first time, I go, well, no, why? these people are corrupt. What's going on here? So, again, going back to what we discussed last hour, I don't know how you turn this around. I don't know how you, how you cleanse our, our, our nation of, of this rot. And that really, what, it's what it is. It's a rot. And uh, it just feels too far gone. I don't know. Yeah, it really feels weird to me. I mean, yeah. I've, I've, never, I've never gotten to that point because I've always been, I've always had some little kernel 
you know, nugget of, of faith I could hold on to sure. and say, you know, this is my country and I'm willing to do whatever needs to be done to save it. But I don't know that it's it can be. I'm, I may be where Jefferson was, and that is, you know, at some point you've got to say, no, we got to start all over again. We got maybe, to crap can this and, and yeah. go in a different direction. You I know? mean, maybe. I mean, I'm at the point where I have no faith in any of that whatsoever. For me, it's you know, I, this is going to sound contrived, but it's God and my wife. You know, it's, those are only the two people yeah. on planet Earth that I have any real faith in, uh, and because the rest of it just seems so poisoned. I don't know what's going to happen with this election. I don't know what's legit. It's hard to tell well, what's legit one. and what's not legit. There's another one, right? So the last election was cheated. Well, I believe so, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so how do Again, you... a reasonable person observing that would, would say the same thing. Well, they shut down the counting, and when they restarted the counting, all of the votes were Biden votes. And they... Trump was ahead when they shut it down. Come on. They, they, Come they, on. In, collude, in concert <laughs> with the media, they hid the Hunter Biden laptop yeah, stuff, which right. they know would have affected the outcome of the election. So I, bottom line is I don't know what the, the answer is, right, because I'm not – I'm not hopeful that there's a whole bunch of people out there that are willing to crap can what's going on and start all over again, right? So, I, you know, uh, I think people are more like, okay, as long as I get, you know, my job during the day and then I can grab me a tall boy on the way home, get my lottery ticket, everything's fine. I'm not, or I'm not or as long as I get my government check to sit well, on my ass. And, there you go. That, that, that too. You know, watch YouTube all day. Exactly I'm fine, right. you know. But I certainly don't <clears throat> trust or have faith in the in the institutions around us any longer. I really don't. And the Secret Service... I really did. I, I, I was hoping that they were going to not do what they did yesterday. I, I knew in, in my head, because you and I had talked about it several times sure. on the air, I knew in my head w- that this this was what was going to happen, right? Right. But I, I had a little bit of hope, man, that, you know what, if anybody believes in protecting people and defending people, it's the Secret Service. We had a man who had his head blown off four and a half hours north of here in 1963. Right. Right. And that mattered. That changed the course for the Secret Service. It also changed the country. But it changed the course for the Secret Service where they were, to me, they were a vaulted institution. Like, you know, they were bigger than they were supposed to be the ones that would keep everybody safe. And look at them. Look what they did yesterday. Well, we had a lot of folks that came out of that generation of Secret Service agents that, you know, if they could have taken that bullet for Kennedy, they would have. Sure. You know, Uh, so I, I don't know how you get from that to where we are yesterday. Uh, but I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't expect know. you to have the answer. I have no idea. I don't what, expect you, know, you to I, I mean, I, I'm loath to like say to people, well, you should quit your job because I'm, you know, I don't know. I don't know what their situation is specifically. I wish they would. I wish, cause here's what's, what it's going to take to turn this. If there's any hope beyond God, that's going to turn this thing around. It's people taking a stand and not caring what the consequences are. That's what I'm saying. Until you get to that point Correct. where enough people are like, enough, not one step further, mm-hmm. and I don't care. Cancel me, throw me in jail, assassinate me, I don't care. Two plus two equals four. Well, Until you get to that point, they're they're running the board, man. It, it really does. I mean, it says something to people like myself, and I'm sure I'm not the only one in this position because I bleed red, white, and blue, and I'm a right. patriot all the way through. But people like myself are finally just going, man, what the hell? Man, I, I'm going to listen to country music all day. Probably. Ride my, ride my motorcycle, I, put my feet up, and just relax because whatever you do, you're not going to make a difference. I, 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 you I, start to feel that way. I'm there quite a bit, you know, and I, I, try, downer, I try to elevate it in my mind by saying, well, no, I'm, I'm just, 
happy to be alive and I'm focusing on that. But it, it really is kind of a shrugging off of the reality because it, it becomes uh, – and this, I think, is what they're counting on. I know. Uh, is that it becomes overwhelming. Oh, I know. It I really, truly does. I, I said yesterday, on. it's like you start to glaze over after a while with all the evidence of the corruption. Yeah. But really, you're right. But that's, that's the wrong thing to do. That's what know? I said yesterday yeah. is that's what, they're, that's what the Democrats are counting of on. Of course they that's are. That's what the establishment, that's what these institutions are counting on. They want you to just say, you know what, there's no sure. hope. There's no, no, no reason to do it. Yeah, well, uh, you're right. Got no reason to you're do right. that's what they, they want they, they count on two things. They count on morons, uh, selfie-taking idiots who, who are just lockstep with whatever they put out there, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the folks like you and me who just reach a point of saturation where you're like, well, whatever, I can't do anything about it. Well, I'm going to have a Sean Ryan a weekend, which means I'm not <laughs> going to do anything this weekend. And maybe I'll come in on Monday ready to, you know, fight it again, right. fight again. But uh, yeah, as of right now, I'm ready to take the weekend off. <laughs> I told my wife, I said, beyond seeing the movie today, yeah. we are not doing anything you, you this You know, weekend. I told mine the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's it. We're, we got the girls coming. I told you the girls coming oh, on yeah. a swim. Yeah. I might be coming over to swim. It's well, come be on, really freaking hot, man! You know where it is. Come on, uh, we got the girls coming over to swim, and right. we got the pe- we got apple pest control coming over today to squirt. You know, get right. get rid of the bugs. But other than that, that's it. We're done. And I'm going to sit on my butt in my pool or whatever I, this weekend. That's it. You know, really, and I, I hate to use this lingo because it's so contrived these days. But you, you really have to be. I, I think there's a difference between maintaining your mental health and taking a break every now and again, and giving up. You know what I mean? I, I think there's a real sure. yeah, there's a balance you, you can find between the two. Yep. Because I do. i got to disconnect from it, or I'd, you know, <laughs> be back in the hospital. Go, 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 go. <laughs> and I want to tell you about our friends at Laurel Ridge. Anxiety and stress, they're very real. They're very present all year long. So if your teen or your uh, young adult is suffering, you can take action and find help at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. They've been here in San Antonio since 1987, providing caring and compassionate treatment for young people and adults who are suffering from depression or addiction and a wide variety of behavioral and psychiatric issues. Now, they offer a great program for inpatient help for crisis stabilization. They also offer day treatment and longer-term residential treatment. But I want to talk to you about 988. Are you familiar with them? 988 is the phone number that people can turn to. That's a suicide prevention line. If you uh, feel like it's the end and you're just down on everything and nothing else is going to work for you, I want you to reach out to 988, that that special line. It was created a year ago, today, a year ago today, uh, by Congress, and 10,000 people a day use that number. 10,000 people a day use that number. It's a very critical thing. It's very important, and it's here for you 24-7. So you can always reach out to that number. And I want you to know as well, Laurel Ridge has prevention for that as well. Intervention and help for you there too. 24-7, Laurel Ridge is always there. So while you've got that number and you've got that line and you've got that that hope for you, Laurel Ridge is also here at 210-491-3591 where you can get in touch with them and get with them right away 24-7. Laurel Ridge, uh, Dr. Cuellar, the entire team over there, what what an awesome group of folks ready to help you out at all times. That's Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. Sunny and hot all weekend long with a high over 100. Right now, it's 80 at KTSA. Good morning in action. 825 with Warren Rima. Happy Friday, y'all. Well, let me try to crack you up here, Ben. Now, this is, uh, <laughs> this is a slightly older story, but I never got a chance to talk about it. Sure. You know, over the past. It's a four-day-old story. This story broke last weekend. 
Now, I know you have spent a lot of time in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes, I have. Elaine has spent a lot of time in Las Vegas. Uh, Don Morgan, you've been to Vegas, right? I, I, oh, he's doing that news thing. Um, <laughs> he's been very busy this morning. He's got a lot of stuff going on over there. He's been I was very just busy. Like, you've been to Vegas? I have. Yeah, James, I, well, stupid question. You've been to Vegas? We have an understanding, me in the city. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> Vegas um, is his middle name. I've... This tends to shock people. I don't know why, but I've never been to Vegas. I, I, I've been to Cripple Creek. I've been to Atlantic City. Mm-hmm. Never been to Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife wants to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we all know a certain Jewish cowboy up in the hill country loves Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. I've been invited many times to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. I've never been. And there was a story that broke last weekend that proves my point. As to why it's probably a very bad idea for me to be in Vegas at any time during my existence. Okay. I think the window was closed for me, Trey. All right. I think I should have gone to Vegas when I was 30. You know, but I, I, I think it's too late now, and I, I right. think bad things would happen. The story of this guy who got all messed up in Vegas, and first he assaults a man with one leg, and then he gets buck naked and starts dancing on one of the tables. He's naked. And I, I look. I just was looking at the videos. TMZ broke the story, and the guy's not just dancing on the tables naked. He's on his back with his legs scissored, and you know the whole getting caboodle there. Well, well, first of all, first of all, and I'm like, you know, and he, he first of all, let me just say, yeah. he doesn't remember any of it. Well, they obviously came and arrested him. Okay, but you don't have to go to Vegas for that. I, I don't care. I, by osmosis, it would happen. You, you could do that at the Red Lobster up no, the street. That's right. But you know what? I think I, he did that. With, you yeah. know, you know I could survive doing it at the Red Lobster, okay? <laughs> okay? If I still got a gig after my last adventure in Fiesta, I, I, I'm fine. Yeah. Vegas, I, even though I'm not drink, I just feel like bad things would happen, yeah, but man. See, yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I think that you would probably be better off going now than, <laughs> than when you were in your 30s. Because, I, you know, not that I knew knew you back then but from what i've heard you wouldn't have survived <laughs> maybe right. you would right. we never would have heard from you again. that's a good point you know but i think if you go now you know yeah, but because what the hell am little... i gonna do now that i don't drink well, in you, Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. you know walk what around and look at the sites come on uh, there's all kinds of stuff I really I, and yeah you're right we've been there many times and i have right. no i have no interest in going back right I'm done with you, it. you're you're kind of done yeah. Yeah, yeah. i want to take my <laughs> wife there i still owe my wife a honeymoon so okay. I, i'd like to take her there Fair enough, but you know, I, I'm I'm I personally I'm, I'm have no desire to go to Vegas. Right. I'm not either. So, so like Jimmy, you know, he would love to go because he, you know, he he does the gamble thing. I'm not a gambler. I don't I, I don't play anything. I really don't. The only, so yeah. that, we we used to go to get in a pool and hang out right. in a pool, but we have one of those now. So right. why fly? And I that's the other thing. I don't like to fly anymore. Not that I'm afraid. It's not nothing with fear. I just don't like the whole experience of air. I don't either. Yeah. Stinky people next to you. Dirty airplanes. I have no desire to do that, man. I really don't. We've reached that place, Trey. Oh, where get off I my just, damn lawn. I don't want to go get anywhere. Get off my lawn. There's a great quote from Charles Bukowski, my, one of my favorite poets. Yeah, I remember him. I, I, I get to, so tired of thinking of all the things I don't want to do and all the places I don't want to go, yeah. like, like India. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or exactly. Indiana. If you can manage to get my ass to Corpus, you're lucky. That's about yeah. as far as I want to travel. That's an yeah. exotic weekend getaway. I will I'm tell you, right. Vegas was fun when, when we were making our runs out there. Right. It just doesn't do anything for me anymore. And it used to be, here's, here's what made it was fun, was that they, they used to give you these really cheap meals if you would 
you know, gamble and all that kind of right. Yeah. Well, the meals aren't even cheap anymore. Nah. They used to offer a you know a, a dollar steak dinner, it's a great steak dinner. Nah, forget it. All that stuff is gone. It's the only history. thing I ever enjoyed about being in a casino is as long as you just pretended to play the stupid poker game at the yeah. bar, you got free drinks. Right. <laughs> well, that's still true. You can still do that. I guess they're not really free drinks though. You can still do that. They still they still do that. I remember you know when they opened the win. I, I told the story before, just real briefly. I went over the window. Nancy and I were standing. There. We went over the window, looked down. They had individual houses surrounded by stones, right. and they had a, uh, a each of them had a pool. And I called the guy in for the concierge from out in the hallway. I said, "How do I get one of those?" He said, "Are you a black rap star?" <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that's pretty much right. what I am." He said, "Then you don't, you know that kind of right. thing." And I saw this deal, and Jimmy, you might have seen it too. It was on Larry Flint, right? And the oh, publisher boy. of of Hustler, he was out there, and he was at one resort. This was a television series. He was at one resort, and a guy from another resort came down trying to get him to move up to their resort and gamble up there. Right. So they were throwing all kinds of stuff at him, free this, free that. And he said, okay, I come up and take a look. I take a look. I'll go here. Yeah, I take a look. So he goes up there in a wheelchair, <laughs> and they, they show him around, you know. Mm-hmm. They take him up to the presidential suite, and this is yours, Mr. Flint, yours. You can have it. And uh, is there anything else that we can do for you to get you to move up here and spend your dollars here at our resort? And he said, well, uh, there were some uh, some earrings that my wife was looking at downstairs, and uh, it'd be nice if she had those. And the guy pulls them out of his pocket, said, we noticed, oh, wow. we noticed she was looking. They were $33,000 each. Damn. So, you know, $70,000 in earrings. Yeah. They're hers. Whoa. But they wheel him downstairs to the card table. He they hand him his his checkbook and he writes a check for one million dollars <laughs> and they bring million dollars cash for him to Damn. gamble. Yeah. That's why they, right? That's why they did that. But yeah. I'm not I'm not in that league, so nah. why go? Who cares? Well, and I'm so boring well, at this point. I am Pennsylvania, back. Pennsylvania Dutch country <laughs> would be too much for me to handle. Uh, <laughs> quick break. Uh, more wearing rhyme coming up. I tell you what I am into, and that's a frontier burger. In fact, Trey's fave right now: sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Right now, with hash browns for just five dollars and fifty cents. Now, this is not just any biscuit. This is your San Antonio's favorite pioneer biscuit, made fresh every single morning. Real egg, savory sausage. By the way, if you want bacon, egg, and cheese, they'll do that. Call it Trey's fave as well. Do you want sausage? You want bacon? Either way. This is Delicioso, and the people that you work with will love it, too, if you want to wheel in there right now and grab several of Trey's faves and take them on. Frontier Burger not only has the greatest breakfast, but when it comes to the greatest burgers, and a wide variety on their menu, too, by the way, but the greatest burgers you have ever lapped a lip on, you're going to love a Frontier Burger. Real pit with a hot bed of coals, which you will smell the minute you park and get ready to go inside. All the fresh trimmings that you just absolutely love on your burger, and those great milk shakes too with the onion rings the best onion rings on planet earth or at frontier burger loop 410 and broadway this is lance hoppus the voice and personality it's your thing do what you want to do come on bring it it's the weekend baby (laughs) hey today is national motorcycle day as you brought up yes and uh i just posted a picture of betty excellent i put a picture of betty up on social medias so please be careful. Look out for the people on the motorcycles on the two wheels, and uh, watch out for us, please. Please give us a little I, bit of a break. I, I try to. I do every well, day. Well, I'm not talking about no, you. No, no, I know that. I'm just Everybody, saying, Everybody, please you know, be careful out there. Watch uh, us. Cause we, it's important. You could run over us in a hurry. Uh, Sound of Freedom uh, actor, you're going to go see Sound of Freedom today, yes. this morning. Yes. Yes. Uh, Jim Caviezel is calling out the media attacks on him in the film. He says the reason that we're being attacked like this is they're scared. They are quaking in their boots. 
And because the public are listening to their hearts, which is what this film tells you to do, it does indeed. Yeah. We're being shafted by mainstream media. We're not getting any coverage. That's absolutely true. They have decided to shun this thing. If anything, they're slandering it. They're slandering him. They're slandering Tim Ballard, who the movie is based on. Because why? Because they know people that are in this business. It is a huge look. Look, here's the deal. It, it is such a huge industry. Call it what it is. It's an industry. And it's such a huge industry here in the United States that you know that people that maybe not those that are writing the newspapers are on the air themselves, but they know people or they're connected to people or people are writing the scripts that know folks who are in this industry or who are benefiting from this industry in some shape, form, or fashion. And they don't want this exposed, Sean. They don't want Jim Caviezel out there. They don't want this movie out there because it is waking people up to a hundred and seventy right. billion dollar a year industry and as we sit here let's say it again there are three hundred and eighty five thousand children who are in sex slavery right now as we sit here that number blows away what happened in this country in the 16 17 and 1800s blows it away you can't add up every single number of every slave in america right, right? back in the slavery days, and get to 350000 per day like what's happening here in this country with children. And yet you can't get the people who are you know, shoving uh, reparations down our throats and keep talking about how awful you and I are because we had slavery in America. You can't get them to mention and even and, and focus on for one minute the children who are in sex slavery. Slavery, that's what it is. It's slavery today. Right. I, you know, it, it's it's mystifying. It's it, it's disgusting. I mean, you, you you know why? It's easy to sit on your ass and scream about reparations. You can you can go to every city council meeting in California, New York, and Seattle that you want to, and and scream your brains out about reparations, and and convince yourself you're somehow a great civil rights warrior. And yet, you're not going to get off your ass and do one thing about active slavery in the world right now. That, to me, is the real nauseating aspect of this. It is a big old industry. And we've heard for a long time that Hollywood is owned by these people. D.C. is owned by these people. And uh, you want to find a reason to not like America? We're the number one consumer of this product. On planet Earth, we are the biggest consumers of child sex slavery. Okay, there's something you should be upset about and want to do something about. And yet, no. I, I think it's a mixture of there's just so many people who, yeah, have some kind of ties to it. I mean, I don't know if Harvey Weinstein was into little boys or not or little kids, but Harvey Weinstein was a multi-millionaire, multi-million dollar earning movie producer. Quentin Tarantino only has a career because of a guy like Harvey Weinstein. They all knew what he was doing uh, all the way through it. They did nothing. I think that's what's going on. You have so many people who, yes, are well aware this is happening. But yet somehow they're they're in, you know caught up in it and they're not going to do a damn Correct. thing about it. That, and but I yeah. also think it's also that they hate Caviezel and they hate, sure. they hate Angel Productions. Sure. They hate anybody that's a faith based anything. Of course, of course, yeah. Um, our government is the number one child uh, trafficker on planet Earth. Okay? I agree. I agree. When, when we are, this is the other thing that got me about the Border Patrol story today. All right. So Texas DPS, we're putting up all the buoys. We're putting up the razor wire and all that. And the U.S. Border Patrol is coming along and cutting that razor wire <laughs> and inviting people into the country. Okay. Um, 
how can you not say that 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 act and, and what the government is doing is not into slavery and tra human trafficking they our are, government yeah. is the number one human trafficking entity on planet earth our government an open border is all about sex trafficking of kids and even grown women women and people and human trafficking human as a trafficking whole. As a whole. And, and if you are aiding in the ability of people to come across that border you are aiding and working in partnership and concert with sex traffickers i'll give there's you no another, way, there's no way around that right, right i'll give you another example these very here's another reason why they won't speak out about it you've got these very 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 wealthy athletes right and they're selling shoes and they're selling jerseys right. with their number on and they're selling this and selling that you know who makes a lot of that stuff children mm -hmm. in sweatshops yep. little kids little kids who are in slavery in sweatshops are making a lot of that stuff and so that industry multi-billions of dollars in that industry they're making a ton of money on the backs of these children that's why they don't want to bring it up you know it's not just the sex. The, the sex part of it the sex part of it is 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 huge and terrible and all that but keep in mind these kids who are in the sex slavery they're also in slavery, they're working. Oh yeah, they're working. What do you think uh, they run the lab? They work in the labs yeah. uh, for the, the for the drugs. Uh, they work in these factories overseas that yeah produce the big fancy t uh, tennis shoes. Well, I know you're going to yeah, see yeah. the movie because I, I don't want to spoil any of it for you. And this is not a spoiler, okay? Yeah, yeah. But uh, w one of the scenes is they are in Colombia. And they are mashing on the, what is it, the cocoa plant or whatever? Yeah, cocoa plant, yeah. They're mashing that like, you know, you yeah. mash grapes with your feet to make wine. They're making cocaine that is going to be brought to this country and consumed by people in this country. Children, little bitty children. Yeah. I, Think the, about the, that. The, uh, yeah, it, it should morally and Ugh. humanly outrage Ugh. every single person. And yet... We have a media, and and frankly, yeah, uh, an active participant in our government, and and they don't want to hear it. They, they the the uh, reaction against this movie. You and I said it a few days ago. If they hadn't mentioned this movie, right, and it just treated it like a small, like the small movie it was, it would have died. So why the reaction? The reaction is really shrill and, and and intense. They're really against this thing. That's right. And you have to ask why. Yeah. You re I told you you read the reviews. I've I've perused some of the re the reviews. They talk very little about the actual movie. Yeah. They say very little. It's all about Caviezel being QAnon and uh -huh. oh, I mean the thing that got me and this I saw this in the Rolling Stone uh, uh, review just a week ago. It came out a week ago Friday. Right. Oh, it's not that bad. It's not as bad as they say. Let me tell you something. It is absolutely a fantastically well-done movie. Now, the right. cinematography is outstanding. Right. The music is wonderful. The acting is wow, wow. Right. These these people are acting. Uh, this is, you know, if, 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 if these critics were just to look at those things like they do in other movies and, and rank a movie based on the cinematography right. and the music and the actors and all that, this is Oscar stuff. I'm telling you, it's Oscar oh, I, stuff. I, I don't doubt it. But it won't, even, it won't even come up in the discussion because the Hollywood elites, they know. They know who they are. Well, apart from them, a lot of them being pedophiles themselves. That's, that's they know who they are. They know who they are. You know, they also are still butthurt over the the Passion of the Christ, right. which, again, was a creatively, artistically, a gorgeous movie. Yes, sir. And the detail, whether you're a Christian or not, I mean, yep. if you're being objective, that was a amazingly 
produced movie. Absolutely. And they hated it. This and, should be Cav- this should be Caviezel's second best actor, but he never got the first no, one. No. So I But it I, should be, right? But I, yeah, and so I think that plays into it, <laughs> but I think what's more disturbing is the, the subject matter. Yes, of because course. you could say, you know what, I don't like this movie, I don't like Jim Caviezel, but you know what? It's a very important topic and we need to do something about it. You're not hearing that. Not a word. Hearing, oh, it's not that bad. It's not nearly as bad as they make it out to be. Well, like I said yesterday, what's an acceptable level of bad? Correct. Correct. When you're talking about kids being sold, the thing that turned me around, like really stuck in my craw, and this is why, you know, at first I was like, well, I don't really need to see the movie, is when we talked to that deputy from, uh, was a deputy deputy sheriff or or sheriff from down south? Mm. Or, or maybe it was a, no, it was a report that we that we that no, was no 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 on, on my show the, where the, the a, five to seven I had deputy what was his name Sheriff Roy Sh- Boyd right he said they had a young girl I think she was like seven or eight who had the genetics of forty seven men inside her body and they, then when they got here what they do is the cartels say okay the deal to get you here is off now you, it's another ten grand which you have to work off in slavery. And or says, we'll let you go if you give us a, your yeah, kid. It says it all the time. It yeah. says it all the time. And uh, eighty-five this past year, 85,000 unaccompanied children were brought to the Texas-United States border and released into our country. And there's only one reason. There's only one reason for that to happen, and that is that child trafficking stuff. That is about bringing them here so that they can be sold into slavery. They have no means to be able to take care of themselves, afford their next meal or nothing. So, hey, guess what? You now belong to me. And this is what yeah. this movie is exposing every second. And it's done extremely well. Like I said, all everything that you would expect out of a high-class you know hollywood production is all there they just can't stand the content because it's coming back on them yeah it is exactly who these people are i agree and so <laughs> no other explanation they, can't, they, can't, <laughs> they cannot stand it yeah. so you 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 uh you, you're gonna have a great experience today you really yeah we're gonna go see it i'm not sure what time yet but uh You'll we, we, we made a commitment to go see it today so well, we'll definitely talk about it on Monday. Yes, we will. All right, Shirts Funeral Home is here for you and here for your family. Your family funeral home is Shirts Funeral Home. If you're at time right now and you need funeral plans put together, well, Shirts will take care of that right away. 210-658-9224. 210-658-9224. They're also online, Shirts Funeral Home. Uh, when it comes to Shirts Funeral Home, they really are a difference maker because they're always there. They always answer the phone. They care a lot about families, you know. That's the bottom line. I've had experience with them both personally and professionally. I became a spokesperson for them in the 90s, and then I became a customer. And when you become a customer, you become part of the family over there. And at Shirts Funeral Home, it's not just about, you know, here's your option now, pick one, you know, that kind of, no, 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 no. They want to show you you have a, a myriad of options, a myriad of various products that are available to you. They want to show you all of those things so you can put together the ideal funeral for your loved one. Now, if you want to plan your own, that's a really good idea. They call it uh, pre-planning and pre-need, and they offer that as a service as well at Church Funeral Home. That means you can pay for your funeral in uh, in today's dollars, and your kiddos and grandkiddos don't have to worry about it. Get in touch with them. They'll be there when you need them. Your family funeral home is Church Funeral Home, 210-658-9224. Learn to make money. Money five ways with